This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1256, Spiritual Awareness, A Curse or a Blessing, by Richard Patterson of thinklessandgrowrich.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD, the show that's all about helping you develop better relationships. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, happy to be here with you, and happy to be sharing a post today from Richard Patterson of thinklessandgrowrich.com. He's going to be exploring the idea of spiritual awareness and the degree to which it actually helps us. I think you're going to find this post to be pretty enlightening. So let's get right into it and optimize your life. Spiritual Awareness, A Curse or a Blessing by Richard Patterson of thinklessandgrowrich.com I was chatting with someone the other day, and the conversation went something like this. I feel I don't know who I am anymore or where my life is going. The things that used to be important, my career, self-image, earnings, social status, feel increasingly empty and meaningless. I've grown apart from my friends. I used to love socializing on the weekends, but now I prefer staying home and being quiet. I've no one to talk to about what's happening inside me. It feels lonely. And not, if you know what I mean. I also feel a growing sense of peace inside. A sense that all these things don't really matter. What's going on? I feel I don't know anything about anything anymore. A message from an old monk. When she said that last sentence, I thought of a conversation I'd had with an old monk many years ago whilst on a meditation retreat. He asked me, how are you? And I answered, I'm not sure. I have no idea about anything anymore. I've no idea who I am or what's going on. He smiled and said, Neither do I. Isn't it marvelous? I was fortunate to be in an environment where recognizing that you know nothing was regarded as highly positive. In fact, as we'll see later, it's a necessary step in dissolving the old, sold sense of I that keeps us imprisoned in a limited sense of self. To the average person, however, having these experiences, often unwanted and unasked for, and without the guidance and reassurance of a teacher, can seem anything but marvelous. It can be downright unsettling and scary when you feel that everything you thought was familiar and reliable in your life, everything that gives you a solid sense of identity and security, is crumbling away, and you're moving further and further into uncharted territory with nothing to hold on to. A bit like the old Buddhist quote, The bad news? You're falling off a cliff without a parachute. The good news? There's no ground. Compared with the comfort and security of your old identity, this knowing-nothing landscape can be a challenging place to find yourself in. It can easily be seen as a curse rather than a blessing. 
like having to get up from a warm, comfortable bed, spiritual awakening can be uncomfortable and irritating. Spiritual awareness, a curse or a blessing. I love the story about the father who knocks on his son's door in the morning and shouts, Get up, you have to go to school. The son says, I don't want to go to school. Why not? asks the father. Three reasons, says the son. First, because it's so dull. Second, the kids tease me. And third, I hate school. And the father says, Well, I'm going to give you three reasons why you must go to school. First, because it's your duty. Second, because you're 45 years old. And third, because you're the principal. Waking up is unpleasant. You're lying in bed, nice and comfortable. Then life comes along and knocks on your door to tell you it's time to wake up. Like the caterpillar, you've outgrown the limitations of the cocoon, and it's time to move on and find your wings. I must say, from my own experience and knowing what I know now, there's no way I would choose to go back to bed, even if it were possible. Just like the caterpillar emerges from the warmth and safety of the cocoon in precisely the right moment, so the gift of spiritual awareness is bestowed upon each of us exactly when the time is right. If it's meant for you, there's no avoiding it. I want to talk now about the three distinct stages of spiritual awareness. The three stages of spiritual awareness. The first stage is where the vast majority of the population find themselves. This is the state of being spiritually asleep, characterized more by a lack of spiritual awareness. In this state, the individual is cozily tucked up in the blanket of maya, ignorance, with little or no awareness of their true, unlimited self. Identification with the mind and body is strong. Security, seeking sensory pleasure, and resisting unpleasant experiences are the main drivers. Happiness is sought on the outside through the pursuit of happy experiences. Unhappy ones are seen as obstacles to overcome, rather than spiritual opportunities. At this stage, there is a strong sense of personal identity or ego, a strong sense of me and the world. Spiritual No Man's Land The second stage, which I'll call spiritual no man's land, is in many ways the most challenging and potentially uncomfortable place to find yourself. On one hand, you've left the relative safety and security of the old you behind, but you've yet to reach the gains of the new direction you're heading in, the peace, contentment, ease, fulfillment of your true self. You start to feel different from the people around you. You lose interest in the things your friends do and talk about. You lose your worldly ambition, your desire to be successful. Or maybe your definition of successful changes to contentment and peace, rather than getting the promotion or earning more money. You're not so bothered about being right anymore, or what people think. Insights about your true nature start to hit you with increased frequency. Epiphanies arise. Synchronicities increase. Teachers appear. You start to live in the magic zone. It can feel like one moment you're in the depths of despair, and the next you're feeling euphoric and joyful. Your emotions are all over the place. One of the most common features of this stage, however, is the recognition that everything you took yourself to be may not be the truth of who you are. The belief that you know who you are, what you're doing, where you're going, that you have or ever had had any idea about any of these things, can fall away. This realization can either be hugely unsettling or a source of great freedom and liberation. The third stage of spiritual awareness, arriving. Before continuing, I must say that I am not claiming for a moment to have arrived in this place, just the odd glimpse here and there. But having said that, I feel there are a few things I can share from my own experience. 
As the sense of personal identity dissolves more and more, the sense of knowing nothing becomes the default state. With this comes humility and compassion. Through the three stages, there is a general movement towards living from the heart as opposed to the head. I sometimes describe this as living life in the passenger seat. Rather than planning things using your mind, you find yourself being moved by life itself. Above all, there arises from within a great sense of trust, a sense of all being well and exactly as it's meant to be. This knowingness greatly decreases the amount of inner resistance to life's experiences, the main cause of our suffering. You just listened to the post titled, Spiritual Awareness, A Curse or a Blessing, by Richard Patterson of thinklessandgrowrich.com. And many thanks to Richard for this insightful post, insightful yet frightening, as he alluded to. This sure can be a tough concept for many of us to wrap our minds around. Tough first to identify with our spiritual side and understand who we truly are, and even tougher to then be removed from that. So if you're having a a difficult time grappling with a loss of self and it's maybe affecting your relationship with yourself and others, I would encourage you to at least start questioning the idea of self and how you define it. So one first challenging thought to explore might be that while having an established sense of identity does provide a sense of comfort, it also provides an innate limitation, doesn't it? The more we see ourselves in one light, the more averse we may become to exploring different parts of ourselves, different ideas, different parts of the world, and so on. And while this drive can be helpful, the flip side of it is that we've subconsciously pigeonholed ourselves a little bit. And it's more layered than that, of course, but it's not to suggest that one direction is right and one is wrong. But maybe it introduces us to the idea that everything has a flip side, the good and the bad. And that might slowly and healthfully deconstruct the idea of knowing too much and ultimately falling into that I don't know state of mind, which Richard is really championing and I myself am quite fond of as well. So some stuff to think about, friends. Have fun with that. It's a lot. (laughs) Time to get out of here. But I thank you always for listening and sharing this with someone. And I will see you tomorrow for another episode where your optimal life awaits.